0: Good morning today is August 9th 2020 we are continuing with the summer quarter of the International Sunday School lesson wisdom and we're in the uh, unit 3 entitled faith and wisdom from James let us pray dear Lord I am so grateful for another opportunity to teach your word today's lesson warns us of the importance of hearing and doing what the Bible says. Please God help us all who say we identify with you live lives that reflect that claim through what we say and do. Through your strength and assistance Holy Spirit we can successfully live godly lives in Jesus name Amen. I love the book of James and it's mostly because of his no-nonsense approach He's passionate, he's genuine about his faith and belief in Christ and the importance of believers uh, living a life reflective of who they are in Christ. Today's lesson comes from James 1, verses 19 through 27, and the title is Hearing and Doing the Word. Give you a little background about James. He was the half-brother of Jesus, and one of the early church leaders. The epistle of James, believe it or not, was actually the first letter to the church, and this was before Paul's epistles, even though uh, the book of James is located toward the end of the New Testament. The letter of this, this letter of instructions was sent to Christian Jews scattered across the world because of persecution. James' appeal, to the believers was that their outward actions reflect their salvation and inward faith in Christ Jesus. James was one of the first Christian leaders to be martyred. The lesson is divided into three sections, behaving the word, living the word, and representing the word. Section one, behaving the word or verses 19 and 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. You see, the scattered Christians were being persecuted and rejected because of their belief in the crucified and risen Christ. The hardship and pain of that persecution was leading to a spirit of rebellion in the region. And this was precipitated by a call of violence against Rome. James did not want his fellow believers to be caught up in the hostility and anger of those who were not believers in Christ. He wanted his people to remain, uh, I'm sorry, he wanted them to be reminded of God's powerful word and the transformation brought on by their belief in Christ. That power uh, in the word enabled their hearts, minds, and character to change. James is admonishing them in verse 19 to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. You know, I've always heard God gave us two ears and one mouth so we could listen or should listen twice as much as we speak. And that's not always easy. He also tells them to slow, become slow to anger or slow to be angry in verse 20. And it explains because becoming angry causes people to exhibit behaviors that is not pleasing to God. Anger in action can ruin any relationship, and it will ruin or taint your witness. Not only that, but it can potentially cause someone to fall or stumble. So James warns against um, listening too little, talking too much, and becoming angry. Section 2, living the word, verses 21 through 25, therefore... but whoso, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Here, James is uh, appealing to his readers to lay aside worldly lifestyles and behaviors, which are filthy and an abundance of naughtiness. We find in Galatians 5 verses 19 and 20 sort of gives us some examples or spells out some examples of what uh, James might be talking about. The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions. His readers are to humble themselves and to be doers of the word. They deceive themselves by hearing the word only. James uses the analogy of the looking glass at oneself and then leaving and forgetting what he looks like. By hearing the word only and not allowing it to transform the heart, they do not remember what they were told to them when they first heard the truth about who they are become once they accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Those who accept the perfect law of liberty found in um, believing in Christ and allow his saving grace to manifest itself itself in their lives will be free from the penalty of sin and the worry and fear that come with it. They will be blessed to outwardly exhibit the fruit that are listed in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. This is only possible when the Holy Spirit is present in our lives and we allow the Holy Spirit to utilize his power section three representing the word verses 26 and 27 those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless religion that god our father accepts as pure and faultless as this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Notice now how James sort of go back to talk about slow to speak in a sense in verse 26, by stating that someone who seems to be religious but can't control his tongue is deceiving himself and his religion is worthless. He was wasting his time praying, giving to the church, being kind, visiting the sick. It's all worthless because you see what you utter says a lot about your heart, especially what you utter when you're angry. James offers several examples of how to tell if their religion is true and pleasing to God. Two of them have to do with the treatment of orphans and widows. In biblical days, without support from a husband or a father, the Orphans and widows had to beg just to survive. And we see, unless there was an older uh, son, if the father had died, who could take up that role. And this is why God made provisions for them in the Mosaic Law. Now today we we have uh, orphanages, foster care, and other programs to help children without parents. And for women, their insurance policies, pensions, social security, and other federal programs that are available to assist. But even with those, there are some children and some uh, women who still need the love and assistance of God-fearing people. James offers another way to tell if your lives are pleasing to God and you should stay away from worldly behaviors. Those professing to be Christians Lives are to reflect the heart of God by caring for those in need without expecting their deeds to be reciprocated. World behaviors are selfish and self-serving. Changed hearts through salvation are selfless and giving, giving cheerfully. Only interested in reflecting the character of God and wanting his, his acceptance this cannot happen in human strength because you know the bible says we're born in sin and if we're born in sin we're bent on sinning salvation must occur for our hearts and minds to change and for us to desire the things of god that kind of change start with hearing and doing the word that's the end of the lesson, but there are implications for us today. That's why we study. Maybe biblical stories, but they're, they're helpful uh, for us today. First, you need to listen more than, well, we need to listen more than we speak. It takes the work of the Holy Spirit to achieve the, that lofty goal. With intentional listening, I said intentional listening, we learn Um, we will learn better how to understand the other person's point of view. And when we do that, you'll find that speaking won't even be necessary. Secondly, we need to work on keeping calm. Speaking exactly what or how we feel when we're angry does not help the situation. Because while angry, we usually tend to be hurt. So angry people or hurt people wanna hurt people. And that is exactly what we do when, with angry speech. You hurt with words, uttered words cannot be retrieved. Do not speak when you're angry. It's best to wait until you calm down. Thirdly, actions speak louder than words. Someone else should know that you're a Christian other than you, and how would they know? Because they, you're exhibiting Christ-like attributes love, you're going to love through kind actions. You're going to give cheerfully. You're going to be selfless and you're going to show those selfless acts of kindness. Stand up for what's right. I know you get the point. We should allow God to work through us so that he can draw people to him. This week, let's try to practice harder at hearing and doing God's word. Please be safe and God bless. Verses 19 and 20 sort of gives us some examples or spells out some examples of what uh, James might be talking about. The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions. His readers are to humble themselves and to be doers of the word. They deceive themselves by hearing the word only. James uses the analogy of the looking glass at oneself and then leaving and forgetting what he looks like. By hearing the word only and not allowing it to transform the heart, they do not remember what they were told to them when they first heard the truth about who they become once they accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Those who accept the perfect law of liberty found in um, believing in Christ and allow his saving grace to manifest itself itself in their lives will be free from the penalty of sin and the worry and fear that come with it. They will be blessed to outwardly exhibit the fruit that are listed in Galatians 5, and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. This is only possible when the Holy Spirit is present in our lives and we allow the Holy Spirit to utilize his power section three representing the word verses 26 and 27 those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless religion that god our father accepts as pure and faultless as this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Notice now how James sort of go back to talk about slow to speak in a sense in verse 26 by stating that someone who seems to be religious but can't control his tongue is deceiving himself and his religion is worthless. He was wasting his time praying, giving to the church, being kind, visiting the sick. It's all worthless because you see what you utter says a lot about your heart, especially what you utter when you're angry. James offers several examples of how to tell if their religion is true and pleasing to God. Two of them have to do with the treatment of orphans and widows. In biblical days, without support from a husband or a father, the Orphans and widows had to beg just to survive. And we see, unless there was an older uh, son, if the father had died, who could take up that role. And this is why God made provisions for them in the Mosaic Law. Now today, we we have uh, orphanages, foster care, and other programs to help children without parents. And for women, their insurance policies, pensions, Social Security, and other federal programs that are available to assist. But even with those, there are some children and some uh, women who still need the love and assistance of God-fearing people. James offers another way to tell if your lives are pleasing to God and you should stay away from worldly behaviors. Those professing to be Christians Lives are to reflect the heart of God by caring for those in need without expecting their deeds to be reciprocated. World behaviors are selfish and self-serving. Changed hearts through salvation are selfless and giving, giving cheerfully. Only interested in reflecting the character of God and wanting his, his acceptance this cannot happen in human strength because you know the bible says we're born in sin and if we're born in sin we're bent on sinning salvation must occur for our hearts and minds to change and for us to desire the things of god that kind of change start with hearing and doing the word that's the end of the lesson, but there are implications for us today. That's why we study maybe biblical stories, but they're they're helpful uh, for us today. First, you need to listen more than what well, we need to listen more than we speak. It takes the work of the Holy Spirit to achieve the, that lofty goal with intentional listening, I said intentional listening. We learn Um, we will learn better how to understand the other person's point of view. And when we do that, you'll find that speaking won't even be necessary. Secondly, we need to work on keeping calm. Speaking exactly what or how we feel when we're angry does not help the situation. Because while angry, we usually tend to be hurt. So angry people or hurt people wanna hurt people. And that is exactly what we do when, with angry speech. You hurt with words, uttered words cannot be retrieved. Do not speak when you're angry, it's best to wait until you calm down. Thirdly, actions speak louder than words. Someone else should know that you're a Christian other than you, and how would they know? Because they, you're exhibiting Christ-like attributes love, you're going to love through kind actions. You're going to give cheerfully. You're going to be selfless and you're going to show those selfless acts of kindness. Stand up for what's right. I know you get the point. We should allow God to work through us so that he can draw people to him. This week, let's try to practice harder at hearing and doing God's word. Please be safe and God bless.